welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, the podcast for your ears. And also, welcome to Ridiculous. What can I get you with your combo meal? My name is Jason. And I'm KJ, and in this episode, we find out the latest and where in the world is KJ this week. Wait, can we do something else here? KJ doesn't like to speak in the third person. How about you'll find out where in the world KJ was this week? Wait, wait, that's still third person and second person. And now I'm talking in the first person. Well, just forget it. Let's just move on. Jason explains where in the world he was this week. And believe me, it's a mouthful. Up next, we take a quiz, which I would tell you what it is, but I actually cannot remember at this moment what we talked about. Oh, and then play, do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? I don't know. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback and we'll slice open some more ridiculous Amazon reviews. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week. things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. Well, here we are again, Jason. What's up? Good is up this week. How about yourself? Hey, good is up for me. I just got back from a relaxing little vacation. It's good that you finally got to go somewhere and get out, get away. You know, I know you're you, you take so few vacations and get to go so few places. Yeah, so, it it was um, nice to get go? it was nice to get back out again. Okay. Uh, yeah, we went to Wisconsin. Um, our friend invited us to join her at, she's got, her family has a cabin and it's, it's, you know, we've been there a nice. few times, um, loved it both times. So if she keeps, as long as she keeps asking, we'll keep accepting. Uh, oh yeah. The cabins in Wisconsin on a, you know, it actually, let's be honest, it's really more of a house than a cabin. It's, it's nice and comfy. It's, it's kind of got an A-frame with a loft and there's big windows overlooking the lake. Um, so it's oh, really, wow. yeah, yeah, really peaceful. We saw lots of birds, a few different woodpeckers. I don't normally see. Listen to me, birds. I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, and I- we went, we went to the 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 A-frame house by the lake, and we did some <laughs> bird watching. Another thing, though, that remind reminded me this past weekend that I'm getting old. Yeah. On the first night we were there, I rolled over in bed and pulled a muscle in my neck. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what makes me, you know what reminds me that I'm getting old? When I try to get out of bed in the morning. That's what reminds me that I'm old. Yeah, and this thing bothered me um, for probably three days after I got home. Yeah, I've heard that from my parents and from my aunts and uncles who are older, that eventually you get to the point where you just pull a muscle and it just stays pulled. It yeah. just doesn't go away. Yeah. You get you get like a, a crick in your neck and it's just like, well, I got this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I love that you called it a crick in your neck because that's definitely southern. Really? Okay. What would you call it? Um, a pull, a pull, or a like um, a pull muscle. Yeah, crick in your neck is southern, and I love it. Hmm. Cool. Okay. I didn't. I didn't realize that was a not a more universal, universally used term. Really. Well, it's like crick and creek. You know. Well, uh, you wouldn't say a creek in your neck, so it is. No, I know it's spelled totally different, but you pronounce creek uh-huh. and crick. You pronounce creek as crick. And no, I don't. but the, you but you've said that southerners do. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, some, some, yes. And then correct. crick in the neck, C-R-I-C-K, is also mm-hmm. spelled like C-R-E-E, it's pronounced C-R-E-E-K. Crick, crick. Okay. Anyway, back. I'm, I'm confused, but I'm going to roll with that. You know, let's just roll so right on by. Like a, would you say it's like a twinge? <laughs> yeah, like twinge, a- um, pull the muscle, what else? Uh, I think what I said when I woke up. Fractured vertebra. No. Oh, okay. I think what I said when I got up was, I pulled a muscle rolling over in bed. So. Oh yeah, and and I would say that too for a pulled muscle. But a crick in your neck to me, I don't I don't know. If, I think most Southerners use it this way too. I I, I thought it was a universal term uh, phrase. Is when like three or four hours later, you have this like pressure in your neck, and it doesn't feel like a muscle. It's almost like a tendon. Is what it feels mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. And it's like just tight. And when you turn your head a certain way, um, is it reminds you of it. You don't you don't notice it until like you yeah. you have yeah. to make a sudden move in it, and then you're like, oh, which so it's probably it probably is a strained muscle. Yeah, it starts out as a pulled muscle, but then the longer it lasts, it sort of turns into a crick. Okay. Yeah. So it's like flowing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but no, it was really peaceful, quiet, calm. You know, it it was the, the muscle pull. <laughs> oh, you, oh, sorry. I'm back to the cabin. I'm back to the cabin. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. The weather was kind of cold and dreary, a little rainy, but you know, we persevered. That's good cabin weather. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Like going out into the wilderness weather, though, to me. Well, we did a lot of indoor activities. We relaxed a oh, lot. Yeah. We played. We read. Mm-hmm. We played some games, and I I texted you a picture of Giant Uno, which I never knew yes. existed. We played Giant Uno. We played a game called Five Second Rule, which was pretty fun. Have you ever Is played that? Is food off the floor? No, no, Is but it- that's what I thought of when I saw it. That's immediately what I think of. And I, yes, I have done that. I have played that game, if you want to <laughs> yeah. call it a game before. But um, No, this one was... What, what is Five Second Rule? It's like a, there's, you have five seconds to name three things in a category. So like name three Madonna oh, songs okay. and you have five seconds to do it. And if you don't get it, the next person... So let's say I name two Madonna songs. Well, the next person has to do it in five seconds, but they can't name the two previous songs you named. So it gets hmm. very fast, and, and um, it was pretty fun. And then we, oh, so you ne- it gets harder the more it gets the more people, the more times you go around, the more difficult it gets because yes. anything that's been named is eliminated, and they have to name new stuff. Yes, but they still have to name three. Like say you named say if you named two. Can the next person just throw one in there and that counts as their turn, or do they have to name three They have to name three, three, well? three different okay. ones, yeah. And so it's so, not like Family Feud steal. No. And so then okay. you, the, the previous person's answers get stuck in your head, and it's really hard to oh, kind yeah. of think off the cuff. Yeah. And it's then the we power played. Of suggestion. Exactly. <laughs> like we talked about last yeah. week. And then we played Ticket to Ride, which is a very fun board game if you've never played it. That game I have played. I love that game. Yeah. I'm not very good it's at great. it. I lose almost every time, but it's always fun. Yeah, totally fun. We ate lots of junk food. They have a candy cupboard there. And I a sent you a, a candy cupboard. I sent you a text wow. of this to picture of this because I had to show oh, you yeah. all the uh, all the candy. There were milk duds and junior mints in there and let's just say they're not there anymore. <laughs> you are living the candy rich life, the one percenter yeah. for candy lifestyle the last few weeks with the candy bar. At not not like yes, in an item, right. but a candy bar, as in like a salad bar for candy, mm-hmm. or a bu- candy the candy buffet is what I would have called it. And now the candy, did you say cupboard, cupboard, it Full looked of like candy. a closet, like like a 
like a hallway closet in my house that I from the oh, picture yeah, I opened, like does, a full yeah. length closet and then I open it up and it's like full of candy. I mean, well, they had a full I, pantry a full of cookies and marshmallows and Oreos, of course. Okay, so they had the you, you've you've seen the candy bar or candy buffet. Uh-huh. You've seen the candy cupboard closet and now the candy pantry. Yes, candy pantry that kind of sort of rhymes. Candy pantry. And so they had these spring Oreos, which I've never seen before. They're yellow filling. Is this Oreo, the Oreo spring? Is this Oreos that have learned democracy? No. What is, what is a spring Oreo? It's just a yellow filling. I don't know. I've never so seen them it, before. Does it taste any different? It did. I tried it, you know, um, doing, utilizing it's- my typical Oreo eating technique, which is unscrew the cookie, eat the cream, and then the cookies individually. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I can't really explain hmm. the flavor, but I didn't like it. Um, no so, combinations. I'm still on that. You cannot, don't combine good food with other good food and ruin both. Just leave it the way it is. It's okay. Stuff doesn't have to change every single season just because they want to sell you something else. Just leave it alone. There's, you're not going to improve upon the Oreo all that much. Just It's good enough as, it's, as it is. Leave it alone. It doesn't need improvement. I agree. But I thought, great, I, don't, I won't bother to eat them again this weekend. And then for reasons I still don't fully understand, about two days later I decided, well, let me just try to eat these Oreos the, you know, the cookie way. And I liked them. Oh, that, that makes no, wait, what? I liked them. So then I ate way too many. It's ridiculous. How, that I was not expecting. I expected the, well, let me try this again, because uh-huh. I do that all the time with stuff that I know I don't like. But if it's in my house, like my kids bring home candy from school, and I'm like, I know I don't like this kind of candy, mm-hmm. but it's been here for a couple of days, and they're not going to eat it. Or you know, they're, And when I say they're not going to eat it, it means I put it in the cabinet because I want it, and I'm not going <laughs> to let them have it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, so, but anyway, they're not going to eat it. And so I will be like, I know I've tried this several times before, but you know, it was last year, or it was you know, six months ago, or it was a few years ago. Let me try it again, and I know I'm not going to like it, and yet I do it again. So that part doesn't surprise me, because I think people do that. The thing that surprises me is that you actually liked it the second time. Yeah, I think it's because I'm mixing the cookie and the cream now, so the cream's not so um, potent. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you went at it a different way. You had had a different approach, different method yes. to to taking, you know, to so you didn't take it apart, you just ate it all at once. Right, ate the whole cookie. And uh okay. that makes it sense. was good and I'm mad at myself for trying it because I didn't need to do that. Because you ate the rest of the box. <laughs> no, I didn't eat the rest of it, but I ate more than my share, let's just say that. <laughs> okay, you put a dent in it. Okay. Yeah. Um <laughs> they also had these s'more marshmallows. Have you ever seen them? Um, it's a marshmallow that is a s'more? No, it's, it's sort of a flattened and elongated marshmallow that is made to fit the shape of a graham cracker better than the rounded marshmallow. Oh my gosh, uh-huh. come on. I know, I love marshmallows, so anything you throw at me, I'm going to try. Maybe that's why I love Peeps so much. Yes. But they were, you know, they were good, but I was able to restrain myself. I didn't eat, I only had about five. That's uh, not too bad, I guess, no. over a weekend. The the thing the thing with this is though, it's still sort of novelty food to me. It don't, is novelty, yeah. Don't do it. Yep. Don't do it. There's sugar is great. Sugar is evil, but sugar yeah. tastes great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's already been done in so many good ways. Come up with something new. Don't try to take something that already works and is awesome and convert it to something else. Right. Don't 
Don't try to don't try to, you know, add things together and no no peepinations. Right. And we made s'mores later, and I will say that I don't know that it it was any better than the rounded marshmallow after melting. You know, I don't know that it was any better. Well, yeah, because when you make a I, I, when I've made s'mores before, which I'm not a big fan of s'mores for some reason. I'm not either. I just want the marshmallow, really. Yeah, I want the marshmallow and I want the chocolate and I want the graham cracker separately. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's a s'more is kind of like a DIY combination. Yes. Yep. So that's maybe why I don't like it. Now, I mean, I've I've just realized something in real time on this podcast. What's that? About myself. Yeah. That a s'more, the reason I don't like s'mores is because it is yet another food combination that you do after the fact. Yep. It's taken three great things that are great on their own separately and individually, and you put them together, and I don't like it as much. Yeah, it, it mixes up the flavors to me. Um, I like chocolate separately. I will. I do like chocolate and marshmallows together, but I don't need the graham cracker. Yeah. The whole is less than the sum of yes, the parts. Yes. Yes, which is some crazy math. <laughs> yes. Now, this is the last thing I want to say about the cabin. Okay. Okay. Was it in the woods? Yeah, it was in the woods. But that wasn't okay, what so I was going to say. Cabin in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, well, cabin in the woods. Right. Yes. Yeah. But we did manage to sneak around a golf in in between the rain. And this is perhaps where the most disturbing thing that happened to me all weekend occurred. Okay. So we played nine holes walking. And I have one of those pull-push carts that I use when I walk Mm -hmm. the course. You said that like dead man walking. Nine holes walking. (laughs) Well, well, just wait to hear the rest. Um, Okay. So we're out there, the three of us, and there's like really no one else on the whole course. We got it to ourselves. And I know it's been a while since you golf, but but do you know what a fairway pole is? Fairway pole? Yeah. Like, is that the yardage markers? No, not the yardage markers. It's kind of a pole that they plant in the ground, and it sticks up, I don't know, maybe three or four feet high, and it's usually in the middle of the fairway. Black and white stripes or red and white stripes on it so that you can see it from the tee box, so you kind of gives you no. something to aim at. I do not know what this is. So it, it sticks out in the middle of the fairway. Um, okay. And it's there to kind of give you an aim from the tee box. So this is the middle of the fairway, people. Aim for this thing. So it's but pretty can't you big. Just look at it and, and tell from like where the fairway is cut. You can, unless it's like a, a dog leg, right or left, or you're know, not sure where where the fairway goes. If it's hidden behind trees or something. So the, this is a cheat stick. It kind of. It's a cheat stick. It's a. It's a. You know. It's it's easy mode. Yeah. Okay. So there's this as a non-golfer, I'm I'm enjoying insulting this. Okay, and ahead. and not many, not my home course doesn't have these as frequently, but this course had a few of them. Um, uh, yeah, I've never heard of this. So I hit my shot, and I'm walking down the fairway, pushing my cart in on one hand, and on the other hand, I'm looking at my phone, and I'm replying to a text to you. Actually, we're talking about the candy cupboard, I think. So okay. I'm texting and pushing, if you will. And boom, yes. I run right Pushing into that back. fairway pole. <laughs> so Was it you or the like the cart that you're pushing the that ran into The cart ran the into it and okay. I had no idea. You think you're out in the middle of the golf course, <laughs> there's nothing in the way. And yeah, you don't expect to see anything like right in the middle. Yeah. I'm walking down the fairway. You know, it's not like I'm in the trees or the wilderness. So I'm texting yeah. you and I'm pushing the cart and looking at my phone and and hear this loud noise i'm behind everybody i'm bringing up the rear and so nobody sees it but i'm just i just start laughing 
And yes. the Hall of Famer must have heard something mm-hmm. and just said, you ran into that pole, didn't you? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, that didn't make my neck feel any better. Oh, no. No. But that was well, the cabin weekend. At least you didn't run into weekend. a crick. At least yeah. I didn't run into a crick, and I could have because yeah. there were cricks on this course. Okay. Well, that's, 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 you're, you're one ahead of that, at least. What about you? Is good up for you um, this week? Yeah, it's pretty good. You were talking about candy and eating all that sugar and yes. stuff. Well, I, I'm on the other side of that. I am the consequence of if you eat a bunch of sugar this week. <laughs> I had to go to the dentist. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I, my teeth have always been really good. I, they actually took pictures of my teeth when I was a teenager and used in dental-like textbooks for like dental schools. Are you kidding As me? I was, I was the example of the, like, this is what you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't this surprise the dentist, me? The, the dentist, when I, when, I, when I was, like, I was in you know, I was mid-teens, and the dentist was like, hey, if you don't mind, he goes, you, you got, like, perfect teeth. We want to take a picture of this and show what natural, never having had to go through orthodontics, never had any cavities, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we want to put this in this. And I was like, yeah, whatever, this dental, like, report. I was like, sure. And it went into some textbook. But um, I never saw it, but that's, that's what they told me. I never got any royalties for that either. Maybe I should have asked for more money. You should have. But they um, swindled you. I took my teeth for granted, <laughs> and in my twenties and early thirties, I didn't go to the dentist for about eight or nine years. Oh wow! And that was bad because I drank at I at that time um, I was drinking a lot of like diet sodas, like, yeah. like diet cokes and stuff, and like diet Mountain Dews because they're like, oh, if I drink this, it's not any calories. I can drink as much as I want. Bad idea. Uh-huh. I know. So I was drinking a bunch of those and not going to the dentist for eight or nine years to catch like little bitty cavities and stuff and ended up having to get two crowns put on. Um, I had originally had two fillings and then the fillings came out and I didn't even know it. And so in that seven year period, the fillings fell out and I had to end up getting two crowns put on. Okay. So this was like five years ago. I had to put two crowns on and this one crown keeps coming off like Every two, three years, it come, it's came off. I think this is the third time it came off this week or last weekend. And it, I had to go have it re-cemented and put it back on there. And so I go into the dentist, and so which is not a fun weekend when it comes off on Friday and the dentist can't see you until Monday or Tuesday. Oh, right. Because you really, it's, it's difficult to eat anything that is not like yogurt or mashed potato or like a baked potato, which is basically what I ate all weekend. You couldn't so have I any Oreos. In, Oh, no. Definitely no sugar or anything like yeah. that. Nothing. And it didn't hurt. It's just um, if you try to eat anything that's any kind of thing where you have to chew on one side, on that side that it's on, it's on the back side, mm-hmm. on the very last back tooth. And anything you have to chew on that side, the crown could possibly come off. And you can't, I, the way mine is, I can't tell if it comes off until I'm chewing and I crunch something in my mouth. And it's oh, yeah. the crown. And oh. I have to reach in there and fish it out. So I was just trying to avoid all that. Yeah. So I go to the dentist this week, and the dentist, the the hygiene, the assistant, and she's a dentist too, but she's not the main dentist. She comes in, and she's this woman who's probably she's at the most she's four foot eight. Okay. And she probably weighs seventy five or eighty pounds. Um, she's like very tiny, little. like oh yes, very like like delicate. Like I feel like. She's not that much bigger than my six-year-old daughter is what I see when I and, – and she is. She's, she's obviously bigger than that. But she's very, very small. Um, and so she's trying to put this crown back on. And so before they do that, they have to take it off. So she pulled it off where I had temporarily put it on there. And they have to scrape away at the root of the tooth that's left 
the like cement that's been dried that they yes. originally put it on with. Yep. And so she's trying to scrape this and it's like really on there really good. And she's like, you want me to, you want me to, you know, shoot you, shoot you up and numb this up? I was like, no, nah, I'd probably be okay. Oh. And so she, cause she's so small and she's having to scrape it so hard. At one point she has her knees like on the arm of the dental chair, like her <laughs> chins are on the arm of the dental chair and her knees are like on my chest. And she's like up on top of me pushing down with all her weight on this metal, like, you know, you, you know what a metal dental scraping tool looks like. Yes. Into my mouth and is like scraping. And I start to feel it like scraping the pressure and stuff on the nerve. Oh. And I just, and about 10 minutes of that, and it was, it hurt, it hurt like crazy, but it wasn't like a super sharp pain where like if she would have hit directly the nerve, I mean, it would have been, you like, you, it's like, I don't know if you've ever had any dental work done if somebody hits a nerve uh, whether yes, it's with the Novocaine or anything. It's like the whole, that whole side of your body, like involuntary moves, like it's like electricity going through it. And it's like, goes almost like it's numb because the nerves in your, in your mouth and in your teeth are so sensitive and they, you know, if, you know, how your nervous system works, it affects the rest of your body basically. Um, so never, nothing, none, none of that, but you, but it's just like, you can hear it because also it's in your mouth. You can hear it. It sounds like, you know, it's just the scraping sound is just horrific and she's scraping and putting the pressure down and like leaning in there and it's like, and pulling the stuff out of my mouth. And I thankfully was able to make it through it and it hurt, but it didn't like, I'm an idiot. I was going to be like, I'm tough. I can handle this. I, I, this will be okay. Uh-uh. And so I was thankfully able to make it through that and just close my eyes and just be like, okay. And I have a pretty high tolerance, actually very high tolerance for pain and stuff like that. And that's where my daughter gets it from. So I got through that. She puts the crown back on and then, you know, they have to floss it to make sure um, that they can get the floss in and out and everything is okay. So she's flossing it and she's having to do the same thing to floss it because my teeth have very tight like gaps. Oh, so, so that's often, the, like, that's the, that's what dentists are looking for. You have, cause you have oh, the perfect yes, cause teeth. Oh yes. Cause no, no food want, and stuff yeah, can get down yeah, there. Okay. Yeah. Just clear. And they're not perfect now because they've had, they've been screwed up. I mean, I, I, like I said, I took them for granted. Yeah. But yep. never um, take your teeth for granted. Absolutely. That if, if you hear anything, learn anything from me ever on this <laughs> podcast, do not take your teeth for granted because you get used to it. And then when stuff happens, you can, it never is right after that again. Mm-hmm. It's never right again. So she's in there flossing it and she's up on top of me again, flossing. <laughs> she's got to get the floss down in there and pull it out. And like she can't get it out. And so it breaks the floss up in there, which I told oh. her, I said, yeah. I, I break floss up in my teeth on a, you know, probably a couple of times every month in different various ones. And she goes, okay, let me go get a tool. And she comes back in there and I can't see what she's doing because I got the, I got, you know, like the dark safety glasses on and like I'm laid back in the chair. <laughs> and so she gets back up on top, like on the edge of the chair and she's like pushes this little thing. And to me, it's almost like, feels like, you know, like when you play pool and you have like, you're chalking up the cue stick. Yes. Is it chalk. Called? I can't even yeah. remember. Chalk. Yeah. The chalk. It feels like that, and it looks like that when she's coming, when I see it, like out of the peripheral vision when she's putting it in my mouth. And she pushes this thing down, and it feels like I'm free. It's this amazing feeling of, because you know when you get stuff in between your teeth, especially dental floss, it feels like tight, and it feels like the whole side of your head almost is like swollen up or something. It's just this weird like pressure. Uh It like instantly went away, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. She goes, oh, did it hurt? I was like, no. She goes, well, let me show you what it is. And it looks like this little mini like blade of a guillotine. 
inside this little like plastic case. It's this dental tool. And she told me what the name it was. I can't remember. That you push down and it fits in between so that the saw blade goes in between your teeth and it cuts the dental floss out. Oh, wow. And, but it's, it has like safeties on it. So you can't, you're not supposed to be able to push it down too uh-huh. far. Yeah. So you can really like just cram it in there, like put a bunch of force on it without it, you know, without the danger of supposedly without the danger of it cutting your gums all to pieces. Did you take a picture of this? Uh, yeah, I have a picture of it. I'll get it tweeted out. And the reason I have a picture of it is because I said, hey, you know, what was that little thing? And she's like, it's called this, blah, blah, blah. And I said, is there a way, place that like I, as a normal person, not a dentist, can go and buy it? And she's like, hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> and she comes back in and she has a new one like in the pack. She goes, I'm going to put this in your like toothpaste and like floss and, you know, toothbrush, free toothbrush bag that you get, which always cracks me up that even as an adult, you get that at the dentist. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, little baggy. It's like, a dollar fifty worth of stuff that should be, you know, it was awesome as a kid. You're like, oh yeah, I get this free stuff. It's like, why are they still doing that to adults anyway? Um, so she puts it in the the bag and she's like, here, I'll just give it to you. Just don't tell anybody. I was like, awesome. So now I got this thing. Well, that's which is the, great. Yeah, it is great. But that's the least she could do. She was knees in your chest, sawing away. It's fine though. It it didn't. It only hurt a little bit, and I, like I said, I am very thankful that it did not hurt because it could have been way, 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 way worse. And you got a free um, and, tool out of the deal. Yes. <laughs> and like I said, she only weighed like she only weighs like seventy five, eighty pounds. Yeah. It couldn't be. I mean, it's like my six year old. Like you know, when I'm wrestling and she's jumping on me, she thinks she's hurting me, and I'm going, "Oh, you're killing me! You're killing me!" And I can like, I'm like, "Are you there?" And I'm like, you know, I could have, I could have sat up and just like flung her across the room. I mean, so it's not, and she does a good job. It's, it's been great. She's, I've been going there and Deanna's been going there for, you know, five or six years now. I think five years ago is when they originally put the crowns on. That's the one I went and went in and found out, uh Oh, you should have gone to the dentist once in nine years. Yes. Is I definitely, I'm on board with that. Now I go every six months. Good for you. So I was supposed to go back um, again this week, but I couldn't because I got busy and had other things I had to do. And so I had to cancel uh, an appointment and move it to uh, next week. And I called and it was like within 24 hours that I had to cancel it. Something came up. And when I called in back to the dentist, she's like, well, you know, we're going to have to charge you. And it was sounded like Whoa. It, it was the tone of it was like when you call, like calling somebody to say, I regret to inform you that your parents have died. Yeah. It's like that tone. It's like that serious. We're going to have to charge you. And I'm like, well, how much is it? And she's like, it's like could be up to fifty dollars, which is is no insignificant amount of right. money. And I was like, well, okay, you know, I, I got to do this because here's the thing: you get to a certain point in your life, and the older I get, the more valuable my time is. Uh huh. Yeah. And if they tell me it's going, we're going to charge you twenty five, fifty dollars for this. If the other thing that I have to do is important, I'm choosing the other thing, and I'll just pay the money. Yeah. Because. It was a situation where I really, I couldn't postpone what I was doing. And so if I have to pay the money, I have to pay the money because you get to a certain point where as long as you have that money that you can, money is valuable, but time is more valuable. Mm-hmm. That's what yep. I'm trying to say. And I've only got a limited amount of time. Um, I, I only have a, I have a very limited amount of money too, but it, sometimes you just have to make the decision. It's worth paying the 25 or $50 because I have to do this other thing. And I don't even think twice about it. And she seemed like surprised and it made me get this feeling of, I felt bad because if you see like in some of these movies, sometimes you have like the villain and it's like an over the top characterization of a villain. And he's like, 
he's like, you know, wearing, I imagine like this, he's getting out of limo and he's wearing like this mink coat and somebody comes up to him and says something and he's just like throwing money at him. Like, yeah, peasants and stuff like that. And I feel like she made me feel like when I said, oh, yeah, I got to do this, you know, just, just charge me the $50. And it made me feel like this guy and I don't want to come across that way. And I told, I told Deanna, I said, do you ever, does this ever make you feel this way where you're not saying, I'm better than you. And I'm, I'm, what is money to me? Come on. It's just my time is more important sometimes. And she's like, yeah, she goes, I feel that way when I have to like go to the dry cleaner. And I'm like, I'm paying somebody else to clean my clothes for me. (laughs) Or like I'm driving in an express lane and I'm passing all these people that are sitting and it costs like, you know, $10 a day one way for her to drive in the express lane to work or something like that. But she's like, worth it. We're not rich, but some things you just have to do because the time you save is more important and more valuable. And certainly when you have kids and you have stuff going on, then because kids eat up your free time. Uh-huh. I think we've talked yeah, about this we before. Have. Yeah. So, and so I don't want to come across as pff, the one percenter get out of here. Cause I am not, I'm nowhere near the one percent by any remote situation. Well, yeah, you saying, don't get candy bars at VIP, VIP no, situations. At I don't have a candy games. buffet and yeah. a candy pantry available to me. I mean, <laughs> Which is probably good because I would end up having yes, to go back to would. the dentist again. Yeah. I but go to the I dentist just, next I, week, so we'll see. Uh-oh. You may pay the price for all the candy yeah, I may. consumption. No, I think you're, you're saying that you, you, know, you, you pick your battles and sometimes you pay more yes. for that. Uh, but, you know, she was, in her defense, she probably wasn't thinking that. She was probably just surprised because most people would argue that. Because I don't, what I'm saying. I don't think it's really yeah. legal. They, I don't think they actually can Ooh, charge you for that. that. That's a good point. I did not mm-hmm. know that. And see, here's, here's because the way I think of it is, it's not worth my time arguing and battling this right. for twenty five dollars. Right. I but mean, I'm, if it was five thousand dollars or yeah. even five hundred dollars, I would be like, eh, maybe we need to talk about this. I, I, I can't afford to just throw you five hundred dollars, you know, off for no reason. But if it's less than a hundred bucks, I'm probably not going to argue about it which is bad because here's the thing there are some things that are like if my kid wants a video game and it's 30 40 50 60 dollars i'm really going to analyze it and make sure it's worth the value i'm very cautious with you know making sure we get the value for the money we spend on things and i think that's the reason why you know we i've i've grew up like that my parents always taught me that you know value money in terms of spend it on things that are that are worth it uh don't be you know I mean, be, obviously be generous with your money, but don't be to the point where you're just throwing money away on stuff that doesn't have the value that you're getting in return. So if it's something like, well, should we go out to eat because it'll cost us you know, $40 versus we could eat at home for $15? I'm going to go almost always, let's eat at home. Uh, but it's the situation of when it comes to the time versus money, I'm much more likely to side with time and choose time and be like, okay, if I can pay you to get my time back, I'm paying you to get my time back. It's interesting because I go the other way. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, it's not worth, I'm all about the value of money. Like my parents taught me, you know, we're, you know, we, I grew up in a pretty frugal household. And I am very frugal. It would never fly in this household, in the household I grew up in, that we would pay $50 for a canceled appointment. We would not that would we wouldn't do it we'd either go to the appointment or we'd say well i don't think that's really fair you can't do that hmm. we would take the well, put, probably put the time in. yeah 
I don't actually think that they can they can charge you for that. I used to work at a place no. where they'd threaten you for that if they missed too many appointments, but yeah. there was no way to really enforce that. Maybe that's changed I mean, now. I, I, but here's the other thing: I could just you know refuse to pay it when they send me the yes, bill and just whatever. exactly. And I think that's what happens: people refuse to pay it, but they have no um, way to get them to pay it. There's no, at least there was. Maybe they've changed that now. There's a lot of changes in healthcare lately. Oh, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, at some point, the next time we do pronunciation, we need, you said a word that we need to put on our list when you are describing the dental tool that you got free. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have no idea what this is, but I'm excited. Yeah, so we'll save that for another day. Yes. Next time <laughs> on Pronunciations. Exactly. Not this podcast, though. Right. Next podcast. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe I'll pay you some money in between now and then so we don't have to do it. <laughs> so we don't so we don't embarrass me by some word I mispronounced. No, I don't I've heard it pronounced that way before. I just don't pronounce it that oh, okay. way. I don't think I'm it's wrong. Now, but I wanna I wanna save it for I'm sure we'll get some feedback about this because probably if you noticed it, other people noticed it too. I bet. In fact, let's And I'm not paying see. all of them off. No. Don't pay anybody off. Um, and I just want to end this on this note. Mm-hmm. You never, ever go to the dentist without getting Novocaine, unless it's just a cleaning. <laughs> Rule well, of thumb. You do it your Rules way, I'll do it my by. way. <laughs> it doesn't hurt that bad. Oh, I couldn't do it. No way. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can understand that. I fully tell, every time I go to the dentist, I tell them, um, I'm a wimp when it comes to my teeth. Shoot me up. And they usually have to go in and shoot me up twice because it doesn't take effect. Oh, okay. Do they do, they do the like nitrous oxide gas ahead of time nope. before they even give you the needle? No, I've never had gas. Just, uh, okay, well, just the yeah, you're, you're, Novocaine or whatever it's called nowadays. Yeah, that's what it is. You're better than, you're better than, you're, you're, you're not at the, the, far end of the spectrum on being terrified of the pain or like having it be painful because I know, I know I've known people who have to go in and they have to like give them the gas to kind of put them like in a little fa- haze before oh. they even give them the needle with the Novocaine. Well, it had they, they've never given me that option. I'd probably take it. Oh, I bet you should ask them if you're interested because they would do that. I've, I, I don't know how many dentists do it anymore because there's, you know, abuse of the gas <laughs> have, not by the dentist, but I mean the, yeah, that that sure. gas can be abused. Yeah. Um. But I I certainly know that there are ones that still do it or have the last time I checked. But I've I've never had the gas either. No. So I don't know. I I, I if I can get away with sticking away from that, staying away from the gas, I will. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. But it's not Novocaine anymore. They, my dentist uses something else because when I say Novocaine, they always feel the need to correct me as if it matters. <laughs> yeah, it's like you care. Yeah. Just put the needle in there and shoot me up. Yep, exactly. <laughs> this is a song with words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should end what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you. It's a quiz. What do we know? And well, yes, we do have a quiz. And this it's quiz, a quiz. <laughs> this quiz is about music, songs, 
And I guess I'm taking it, it'll be more lyrics, no, um, no audio. It's a, not an audio quiz. Okay. And it's, can you name the song based on the to-do list? So the to-do list, we've done one other quiz like this before. Um, I believe it was with John Nicewinger when we talked about video games. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember that. And the to-do list is really, in my opinion, is a really kind of dopey way to do a quiz. Um, it's basically... So let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, I'm going to give you three lines of a song. You tell me what mm-hmm. the song is. But they... Or not necessarily three. Is it three like actual lyrics or is it just like three things they're doing? Here's, here's, here's what you have to do in order to to accomplish what this song is setting out to That's true, yeah. You're, you're more accurate. But they set it up with a little cute little post-it, and then it's like handwritten. And yeah, the graphic. Yeah, the graphic is handwritten, like somebody has written it on a post-it, which I understand a, is cutesy. Yeah, um, handwriting font. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what it is. So there'll be three things, and then we need to name the song. Can do. Maybe. Yeah, you can Can do. try. Can try. Yeah. All right. Should yeah. we just get right into it? Sure. Number, Number one. one. Play in the street. Get mud on your face. Be a big disgrace. This is... You know this one, right? Definitely. This yeah, this is, is a, We Will Rock You. Or is it We Will Rock You or We Are the Champions? It's the same thing. Same we song? We Will Rock You slash We Are the Champions, yeah. Okay. It's like A side, B side, but it's basically... Whenever they play it, like on the radio and stuff, it's always together. It's the okay, same thing, right. basically. By Queen. But these, that, those lyrics and spe- uh, those specific, I can't say specific, those specific lyrics or those ideas are from We Will Rock You. Mud on your face, boom, big boom, disgrace, boom, shaking boom, your ass all boom, over the place. Boom, boom, yeah, We Will Rock You. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's never going to line up, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's funny. Yeah, all right. All right. My beatboxing. We got the... That was really good beatboxing. Oh, please. Well, I mean, you've heard me beatbox, so yes, it was really good yeah, beatboxing. Good. No, you're... I'll say, I'll say serviceable. Okay. Number Adequate. two. All right. Sell me out. Are you my beatboxing a number two? Is that what you're doing? Is it that bad? <laughs> oh, question number two. Question number two. Uh-huh. Sell me out. Have my heart inside your hand. Play it to the beat. Okay. Hmm. What is this? I know this. I know this song. I just can't think of the name of it. I don't think I know it. Normally I'm good with lyrics. Play it to the beat. When I, when I see play it to the beat, I'm thinking Gloria Estefan. But I don't think oh, it is. Oh, this is, this is um, Rolling in the Deep. Oh, really? Adele, yeah. See, I this don't is, know those this lyrics. Because that's Baldwin Jordan, Jordan Spieth. Yeah. I don't know the lyrics to yeah. the actual song. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Let me see. I'm... Play Rolling. it to the beat. Da, 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 da. Is it the no, background no, vocals? No. Uh, no. No, because that's Rolling in the Deep. Okay. You have my heart inside your hand. Oh, yeah. But you played it. You played it. You played it to the beat. That, that's, it's that part. If you get this right, this is really a good pull. Rolling in the deep. That's what it said, right? Yeah. Yep. Rolling in the deep. That's what it is. Nice. 
Yeah, it's Spalding Jordan Spieth to me, unfortunately. Yeah, obviously. All right. Next, number three. Put your hands up, shake that, shuffle in. Yeah, you know what this is. The shuffling. Every day I'm shuffling. Is that the word? I thought it was hustling. No, it's every day I'm shuffling. It's what I think this is, which is a dumb song. Yeah. But catchy. Uh, it's a party rock anthem by. I don't know. L. This is Barry Gordy's son, I think. Barry Gordy's nephew, son? yeah, is in this band. Quote band. He's Red Foo. This is L M F A O. Is the name oh, of the band. Oh, okay, yeah. And you know, Barry Gordy's, I think, son, and then somebody that's related to Barry Gordy, and then dude number two is the make up this band, basically. <laughs> dude this number act, two. This musical act, yeah. I, so I it's every day I'm shuffling. Friends. Yeah. Every day I'm shuffling. I think that's what this is. I thought it was every day I'm hustling. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> maybe on what that's you just do. my life. Maybe that's you, yeah. All right, type that in and see if you get it. <laughs> on the streets, on the hard streets <laughs> yeah. of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Every day I'm hustling. Put your hands up, shake that. <laughs> you know, are you robbing people? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> uh, let me see. What is Party Rock Anthem? I think is the name of this thing. Yep, Party Rock Anthem. Number four. So every day I'm shuffling is actually the correct word. Okay, all right. Next, number yeah. four. Be a good night. Be a good night. Be a good, good night. Oh, I know this one. Okay, um, you're going to have to help me on this one. Okay. I'm Tonight's going to be a good night. Because tonight's going to be oh, a good, Oh, is this good, Black Eyed Peas? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's Black Eyed Peas. What's the name of that song? Oh boy! Yeah, I bet you it's not be a good night. These are these are like late two thousand songs, except for so the far. first one. Except for the yeah, we're the first one threw I was, us off. I had some hope. Yeah, I had some hope after that first one, but and now, um, what is the name of this thing? Um, well, try be a try a good night, but I don't think that's what it is. That would be t- a, too easy. Yes. Um. What is the name of this thing? The I'm going to start naming Black Eyed Peas song. It's not My Humps, which no. is the first song that comes along. My it's not um, Where Is the Love, which is Black Eyed Peas and your boy, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's my boy. Which, Yeah, JT's in that song. He sings on that. He sings the chorus. Yes. Um, and then Fergie kind of like, that was like pre-Fergie Black uh-huh. Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now she sings it when they, they do it. Um, what's another? Um, let's Get It Started. It's not that. Nope. Which the original, have you heard the original version of that? We may have talked about this before. I don't think so. Well, who's si- the original version of that is not let it, it's, it's them. The original version, the lyrics are not let's get it started. Okay. What are they? Um, I'm not going to say. You'll have to look it up. Okay. It's, it's offensive to a group of people. Oh, okay. I'll look um, it up. Let's see. Um, is this the. Oh, wait. Is this called like. Um, the best night of your life or um night of your life the best night no uh, is this the one where they're talking about drinking like yeah this is a big cup? like party anthem song too um yeah. 
I don't know. I can't think. Of, I it's. I mean, it's black eyed peas. Come on. Yeah. I think it's mentioned as the song goes on, but somebody's screaming this one. All right. Well, yeah, you, should we go somebody on? Somebody younger than us. Take a break and go uh, on to the next one. Yeah, because I don't know what that is. Okay. I'm not going to get that. I'm never going to come up with the title of that thing. All right. We'll move on and then we'll come back to it if we need to. Is this number five coming up? Number five. Yes. Uh, number five. Don't make it bad. Take mm-hmm. a sad song. Make it better. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This one I know. Yes. This is way. This is. They telegraph this one. Uh, but this let me think about Beatles. This. Oh, yeah. 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 Paul McCartney singing. But which song and is And playing it? the piano. He's singing it to one of John Lennon's sons. Yeah, this... You have done a jingle to this song. I know I have. <laughs> hey, Jude. Yes, very good. <laughs> it's hard to come up with these titles sometimes, not hearing it. It's kind of tricky. Yes. Yep. It's tricky. It's tricky to rock a rhyme? To rock a rhyme at... N- um, it's tricky to rock a Rock a, I can't think of the well, next. yeah, because it's tricky to rock a rhyme. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're not <laughs> to they're rock a rhyme. Honest. The next one to, to rock, rock a rhyme, rhyme that's right on time. It's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's tricky. Next one. Strike a pose. Mm-hmm. Let your body move to the music. Know you're a superstar. Okay, I got this from the first. Yeah, me part. too. I don't. I don't remember the last. Know you're a superstar. Is that what it was? Yeah. I don't remember that as part of the song, but. Um, Obviously, the first two. This is, speaking of fake British. This is Madonna, Vogue. <laughs> yes, Vogue, yes. Superstar. Yeah, Superstar's in there somewhere. Okay. All right, next. I'm not a big fan of this era of Madonna. This is like later. This is 90s, was it? Or was it still yeah, 80s? This, no, this is 90s. Okay. I, this uh, was probably from the Immaculate Collection. Actually, yeah, that's probably her greatest hits. This is... This is from the album with Cherish on it, and um, oh, yeah. I think, I can't remember the name of the album. This is when she started getting into like um, writing that sex book and doing all kinds of crazy, not oh, crazy, but doing all kinds of different things, media, like. This is probably the more song. More than just making albums. Yeah, this is probably the Justify song, too. Wasn't it Ju- Justify My Love, the one with the. The video was outlawed on MTV for a long time, and she was... Oh, yes. I think it was called Justify My Love. Yeah. Is that the one that they made fun of on Saturday Night Live with Wayne's World? I don't know. She she was in it. She was in the skit, and... Is that the one with... It's black and white, and she's on the bed in the hotel room, and shows the silhouette of the guy? Yeah, she's crawling around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the silhouette is Garth. (laughs) In the in the joke in the parody part of it, and Wayne is like sitting in the room talking to her, and he's like, "No way!" And she's like, "Way!" And so Madonna like did Madonna like bought into it and went with it. Well, it see, that's funny. good that she can make fun of herself. Oh, absolutely. Um, I know I know a lot of Madonna stuff. I wrote a term paper about Madonna in high school. What? Yeah. What in the world? How did that come up? How did that come up right now? Because we're talking you, about Madonna. No, 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 no. How did you get to do that? How did that work out? What kind of subject was this? I think the school? subject was somebody that you looked up to or something like that. 
So Madonna was your role model in high school. Yeah, and I part of it was because it drove my mom nuts. She hated Madonna. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. So that's kind of why I did that. But I got an A on the term paper. Oh, very good. Yeah. So you are you are the you are the preeminent Madonna theologian for this yes. podcast. Yes, and I don't. Um, okay. She's no longer anywhere in my top list of any artist. But at the time, she did a lot of things for music. She did a lot of absolutely. She was uh, a pioneer, as they say. She was up there with you know, like Springsteen and Prince and mm-hmm. Michael Jackson in the eighties. Yes. I mean, that's she was when you started listing big, huge pop acts from the 80s, certainly in that time period, people, I mean, tend to forget now um, that it, she was as big as they were at that time. She was sure. like Michael Jackson level in mid, late 80s. Do you know her full name? Madonna Ciccone. Close, but she's got two middle names. I'm going to guess like a Maria's in there somewhere. Nope. Um, um, I don't know then. Uh, if I, now, I hope I got this right. Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. And I, I think it's cool that Madonna is her actual first, her first yeah, name. Yeah, and do you know where she's from? Not, not England. Uh, Long Island. No, Michigan. Really? She's a Michigan girl, a Michigan girl. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that kind of makes sense. She's kind of like the female version of Kid Rock in some respects. Yeah, she's from Michigan. I don't know how long she yeah. stayed there, but she's from Michigan. Okay. She's got that Michigan in her, that's for sure. She's got that what? She's got that Michigan in her. She's got that Michigan in her, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Um, like Eminem, Kid Rock. You know that I lived in Michigan for 12 years. Actually, yeah. longer than that. Are you still there? Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Cricket. <laughs> I thought that was the end of the. I was like, I was waiting for the rest of the story. No, I that's it. That was the end. I just wondered okay. if you thought I had some Michigan in me. <laughs> I guess you do. <laughs> All right. The next. I don't one. even know how to describe it. I'm not trying to. It's just like this vibe, this feeling of people from Michigan. It's like I can like. Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I making any sense? Yes, at all? I do, and I'm not from Michigan, so I don't. Yes. I don't think I have the same. Uh, no, you don't. No, and it's the same for people who like grew up like their entire like adolescent life, like from a kid to an adult in the same area. They kind of have that vibe from that area, and you can kind of say it makes sense when you hear, "Oh, she's from there," or "He's from there," or mm-hmm. he you know lived there for 20 years growing up. It's like, oh, that. That lines up with other people I met from that area. It's not a good or bad thing. It's a, you know, it's like having an accent. It's like there's a specific mid-Virginia accent. There's a right. specific, you know, Long Island accent. There's a specific, you know, uh, Wisconsin or, you know, North Dakota accent, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. California accent. So it's kind of it's kind of the same thing. It's just this, this vibe or this feel or how they approach certain things of, I mean, and I would say part of the Michigan thing is they ain't putting up with any crap. They're right. tough. Right. And that applies that to, I think, everybody we've of, talked about. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, next. Mm-hmm. Don't let yourself go. Cry. Hurt sometimes. I got this one. Is this REM? Yes. Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts? Yeah. That's what I want to type in. Let's see. That seems 
I was it's the first thing that came to mind, but I was always this is too obvious. But no, that's what it is. Yeah, the um Yeah, it is too obvious. The first and the third one is obvious for sure. I don't know that I would have yes. gotten cry. All right. No, nah, but yeah, the hurt part gave it away to me. But that was correct. You typed it in. And it's good. Yes, that's that's Wimpy Bono right there. Yes, isn't it? Yes, Wimpy Bono. Yeah. All right, next. next. See trees of green, red roses too. See them bloom for mm-hmm. me and you. Yep. Um, this is a wonderful world, right? Yes. What a wonderful world. What a wonderful world. Is this Louis, Louis Anderson? Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis Anderson. No, it's Louis Armstrong. Um, this <laughs> song has come up. <laughs> it's not Louis Anderson. No. It's not um, Garofalo, um, Galifianakis' mom. No. <laughs> not the former host of Family Feud. Yeah. This song has come up before because I told Brad Weiss that my stepfather's favorite jingle is brad's version of this song oh yeah what a god-awful show that's a good one yeah yes (laughs) that's a good one okay i did a jingle with the remake kind of mashup version of this the the guy israel i can't i'm not going to attempt to pronounce his last name i can't remember the uh hawaiian guy that played the ukulele he did um somewhere with rainbow and combined these lyrics as a bridge yeah um That I did a jingle to that version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That's right. You did. I remember that. It was very mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, it's all right. Is Louis Armstrong Satch? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Satchmo. Satchmo. All right. Next. Number nine, I believe. Okay. Oh, come on. This one. If we don't get this one, we should quit right now. Go. <laughs> go. Go, Johnny. Go. Yes, obviously. Obviously, this is Chuck Berry. The great, great Chuck Berry passed away recently. Just yes. the innovator. Inno, inno, I can't say that word. The innovator of basically rock and rock roll and guitar roll. playing. Yeah. yeah. And Johnny Be Good. Right. Yes. Do you know how this is spelled? How the title of this song is spelled? Um, I think it's J-O-H-N-N. Whether it's I E or Y, I think it's I E. Okay. B period. Uh huh. G O O D E. I think the ending is right. I think it's J O H N N Y. J. Okay. Well, that but would I make be sense. Way wrong. Well, that's because what was on the post-it was J O H N N Y B period G O O D E. Yeah, J O H N N Y B. Is in middle initial B. Mm-hmm. Good. G-O-O-D-E. Cool. Boom. Great, 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 Chuck Berry. Yes. Um, lived a, um, um, let's say, uh, lived a controversial life at some points, but. Oh, yeah. It does not take away how tremendous of a musician and innovator and originator he was. We wouldn't basically have any rock and roll guitar play. And I, I mean, there wouldn't be like people like Prince or Van Halen or Hendrix or anybody after that, you know, Clapton, if it wasn't for Chuck Berry. And I mean, Keith Richards, Rolling Stones, Beatles, all that stuff all came of out of all of it. And so, I mean, I would say all, all of Rushmore them of rock and roll. Oh, yeah. And I would say all of them or if not most most of them, at least 
have given him credit for that. Yes, they've absolutely. said he has been my, you know, my in, my major influence. Yes, absolutely. Okay, next. Break little hearts. Break little hearts. Put up your dukes. Fire away. Mm-hmm. I got this one. This is a tough one. This is more my speed, more my range, more time frame. All right. Put up your dukes. What's Think it? about it. What are they doing? They're fighting. Yep. Mama said knock you out. No. <laughs> this is an 80s song. Is this, I'm going to type in what I think it is. Is this from a movie? Um, no. I don't think so. It could have been used in a movie. It wasn't originally. It, it wasn't like... Um, yeah, I, I got it. It's... Um, okay, give me a hint. Not... It's a female singer. Okay. And the band name is her name. This is probably her biggest hit. She had another hit song that was also about where you fight. And comparing that to being in a romantic relationship, like romantic relationships are a place where you wage war. Okay. Like that. It was like a metaphor. What um, year did you say this was? What time frame? Uh, Mid 80s, early 80s, maybe. Oh, mid early 80s. We are young. Heartache to heartache, we stand. Okay. Um, No promises, no demands. Benatar? Yes. Okay. Is that the song that you're just singing, or is that a different song? That's a different song. I'm doing the. I wanted you to get the artist first, and then then you can figure out the song. So you were just doing "Love Is a Battlefield." Correct. Have I done this jingle? You might have. I can't remember. This is not "Video Killed the Radio Star." That's not Pat Benatar, right? No, that's not Pat Benatar. Okay, because I've done that one. And I thought maybe that was Pat Benatar, but now I don't remember who that was. Um, that was the Buggles. The Buggles, okay. Mm-hmm. Love is a Battlefield, I think, might be the only Pat Benatar song I know. Oh, no, no, no. You know this. You know this song. You've probably sang this song. Okay. Come on, give it a shot. All right, let me, let me look at that again. Really put your best effort into it. Break little hearts. And think about it. Put up your dukes. Fire away. Fire away seems like it should be the key line there. Um, sort of, but I'm going to say put up your dukes. Like, break little hearts like the one in me is the lyric. I don't want to be another notch on your lipstick case. Is that what she says? So I'm going to put you in your place or something like that. And then the chorus is... Um, I mean, come on, just throw something out there. Give it a shot. Throw I don't some, think I know some it. Titles out there. That's the best you can do. Come on. Um. So put up your dukes. Name is any- not in the not an actual lyric. I don't recall, but it could be. Break little hearts, fire away. Put up your dukes. Just give it one more really good. Best effort shot, and then... Best effort. Uh, am I just trying to guess the song name? Is this what I'm doing? Yeah. Name Pat Benatar songs. I, do, I, I don't think I know any besides Love is a Battlefield. This reminds me of... This has a similar word to a Britney Spears hit. 
Um, it's a big hit. Hit me. Baby. Hit me, baby, one, one more, more time. time. Yeah, it's the Britney song I'm talking about. Okay. Baby, fire away. <laughs> <laughs> Not right? This is another <laughs> celestial body of the gorilla situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Fire away is the last line of the chorus. Oh. Is like the fire, fire away. away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. All right. All right. Dun, 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 Hit me with your dun, best dun, dun, shot. Dun, dun. Yes. There you go. You got it. As soon as I did knew what fire away was, I got it. Oh boy. <laughs> that was not good. That was not a good effort on my part. I I appreciate it. I think that was your best effort. <laughs> I hit you with my best shot. Yeah. <laughs> the only Pat Benatar song that I can remember from the video era, she's standing out on the lawn in front of a house and singing, and I think that's Love is a Battlefield. She's just looking mm. at the camera. She's on a lawn or grass. That's possible. And there's a house behind her, and that's what she, I think she's singing, Love is a Battlefield. What I remember from Love is a Battlefield video is her and like uh, 20 or 30 other ladies with her and they're like walking and like marching almost like in the beat it video when the like two gangs are facing off uh-huh um, yep and they're kind of like dance marching fighting sort of they're like doing that towards like the camera oh like in a warehouse kind of district i think okay i didn't remember that part i don't remember the on the lawn part but that sounds it sounds like that could be part of it okay well maybe i'm maybe i'm thinking of who was the first wasn't video kill the radio star the first mtv video Correct. But Love is a Battlefield is one of the first few, I think. Yeah, I'm going to say that's probably 83, 84, maybe. Okay. My guess. 84. You know, the year of Springsteen and Purple Rain. Let me look it up. Let me see, because it's going to... 1983. Love is a Battlefield. Boom. Mm. Does it say... That was a good one. Does me... it say when, when it aired on... MTV or like what rank was it first? No, we know Video Killed the Radio Star was first. Okay, uh, let's look at. I think it was one Wikipedia. of the earliest videos of MTV. I think MTV started in what nineteen eighty two. I thought it was eighty, but you're probably right. MTV mm. has really changed. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you showed kids to like teen, even like twenty-year-olds today, what MTV was back in the eighties, they'd be like, "What is this? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's a completely different channel. It shouldn't even be named the same thing." That's for sure. Um, we can look this up later. I can't. I don't see anything that says okay when it was. I'm sure somebody somebody will might track know this, this. Yeah. We got interns for this stuff. What are we doing? <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, next one. Okay. Go the distance. Trade your passion for glory. Rise up to the challenge. I know this one. Yes. This is another 80s mega hit. Eye of the Tiger. iconic song. Yes. From what movie? Uh, Rocky. Rocky. Oh, God. What number? Two. (laughs) My favorite Rocky is what it's from. Three. Number three. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Okay, now I'm blanking on the artist's name, which is not part of the quiz, I will say, but... Yeah, you'll make it through. You'll live without coming up with the name of the artist. 
Was he a one-hit wonder for this one? Uh, no, it's a it's a band. Uh, they had, oh, Journey. Um, nope. Uh, Foreigner. Nope. What, it's similar. One of those groups, right? It's a TV show named after this now. A reality show. Oh, Survivor. Thing. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, one of those groups. Got it. Okay. All right, next. Very good clue, by I don't, the way. They, didn't, they certainly... Yeah, thank you. They certainly had, didn't have a hit this level no. ever again. I think they had some other stuff that came out, though, at least. That's got to be what that is. Eye of the Tiger. Oh, for sure. Yeah, all right. Number 12. Number 12. Never mean to cause you sorrow. Never mean to cause you pain. See you laugh. All right, the first mm-hmm. two I know. I have to put this into a song now. Oh, <laughs> this... Oh, Purple Rain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was about to lose my mind. <laughs> uh, good, I, good, see, good, I good. knew it. I knew I knew it. It's only yeah. one of my favorite songs of all time. <clears throat> yeah. It, it is super tricky, though, to until it clicks in your head. Like with that Adele song, I'm like, oh, this is obvious, but it didn't click right away that it was yes. that, that, that was the number two. You know, one of my coworkers um, was... Not complaining, but just stating the other day at work that they he's tired of them playing Purple Rain on the radio because you know oh. Prince had so many great hits and it's a, and we're you know we're in Minnesota so perhaps Prince gets played a little more here than other places and with the anniversary of his death sense. and stuff. But he said yeah. he's tired of them playing Purple Rain and I I I can understand his point. I took his point, but I just said you know I can't I don't think I can ever get sick of Purple Rain, so I'm okay with it. But his point yeah, was... Yeah, I have to listen to it a bunch in a row to get yeah. tired of listening to it. His point was, though, you know, he had so many hits. Purple Rain wasn't even yes. his top hit. Why do we have to keep playing Purple Rain? But I'm okay with it, because that song is great. Yeah, that song is great. That that movie is incredible. I mean, considering the fact that he... I mean, he wasn't like the, he wasn't like this giant actor, and he came and he, his acting is not like the best thing in the world. But it's a it's a good movie. It's an entertaining movie, and the songs in that movie, obviously coming from the album, are yeah. incredible. Yeah, I, I do see the point though. What he's saying, if if the guy you work with is saying that they should don't play less Prince, just play more variety of his other stuff because he's got so many things out there that are great. Yeah, that's don't exactly what pur- he was saying. Don't just stick to Purple Rain and Dove's Cry, you know. Yeah, and Kiss for you know ever. Yeah, that yep, makes sense. That's exactly Everybody what should saying. hear all the all the other the variety and the depth of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Don't limit Prince to just Purple Rain, basically. Yeah. Except for Bat Dance. Bat Dance, I'm not into. We talked about that once, didn't we? Yeah, that came up on a quiz. Yeah. Once. Okay. Next. Mm-hmm. Take bittersweet memories. Wish you joy and happiness. Wish you love. Mm-hmm. Okay, the joy and happiness is what's. Sticking with me right now. Yep, that's that's the that's the key. I got this one. Okay, no, I think I'm wrong because I'm thinking you did a jingle to this song. I think. Okay. This is a song where the remake is more popular than the original, even though I think the original is better as a song. And was done by two giants of music. Joy I'm and happiness. To make, sure, make sure I got it right. Yep, I got it right. 
And I've done I a jingle. Wish you joy and happiness. And I will wish you. I can't sing this song. <laughs> this is not that. I got to cut that out. <laughs> this is a very hard song to sing. Um, it went along with the. I think this song was remade as part of a movie that this person who sang it starred in um, in the 90s, I believe it was. Um, she was huge in the 80s as well. Um, one of the best singers ever. Oh, must be. You must be talking about Heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Ann Wilson, but no. One of my favorite female rock vocals. Vocalist is Ann Wilson, but no. Wait, you, I've done a jingle to this or I haven't? You have, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. This is, a very, this is known as a very tough song to sing. And it was originally a... The, the first time I heard this song was on a TV show in the 80s. It was a TV variety show, and the person who sang it always ended the show singing this song. It's a great song. It was written by her and then taken and then redone for the movie that this new singer, one of the greatest singers considered ever, sang this song as part of the movie she was starring in, and it became a huge hit. And now a lot of people go, oh, I didn't even know that artist number one okay. wrote and did this song. So if you gave me the name of the movie, would that totally give it away? Absolutely. Okay. You have sang, I know for a fact you have sang, sang multiple jingles by both, by either of these artists, by both female vocalists. And these vocalists are 80s vocalists? Uh, yeah, a 70s, 80s. Uh, one of them is still alive. One of them is not. Gloria Gaynor. And one of them also was an actor in a movie that we, an actress in a movie that we talked about, we had on a quiz many months ago on this podcast, <laughs> now that I think about it. And she did the theme song for that movie, which was the title of the movie. Does this woman play instruments or just vocalist? This woman plays a lot of instruments. She's super talented. But she's overshadowed by something that a lot of people know her for. Dolly Parton. That is not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. So do you know what song oh, I'm talking about? Or okay. do you know the other I will artists? always love you. Whitney Houston, Bodyguard. Yes. yes. Boom. Uh, it all fell into place. See, I knew if I gave you any of that, it would be too obvious. It is a very hard song to sing. And no, I have not, oh, yes. I have not jingled it, I don't think. Oh, I thought you'd done this one. No, I've done um, a Dolly Parton song, but not this one. Yeah, you did Jolene, right? Jolene, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've you done... You did Whitney songs, too. I don't think I've ever done a Whitney Oh, let me take that back. I have done one Whitney song, and it was, I believe the children are our future. Yes, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, But this one. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate, everybody. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Don't get me started on uh, Coming to America. I love that movie. Uh, That might be my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. Even better. I I might like that one better than Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, speaking of Coming to America, um, I... Did I send you? I did find that jingle that yes, I did. Yes, you did. I did send yes. you, yeah. The You're My Queen, yeah, the queen to wedding be, yeah, song. Yeah. That was great. Um, yes, I agree. Whitney Houston's version just knocked that song out of the park compared to Dolly's. But yes, I did know that Dolly wrote that. And we did talk about this once in a quiz. Yes, I prefer the Dolly version. It's more, it's more low-key. It's more heartfelt i think mm-hmm. i think she gets mm-hmm. more emotion across in the vocal um but that was the first one i heard so i mean you're always kind of partial to sure. which version you hear first yeah well i'm uh, the 
I can't believe that. I guess I can believe the way that I found out <laughs> Dolly Parton. The way that I guessed Dolly Parton. It's not good. Poor Dolly. Actually, she <laughs> no. brought it on herself. Anyway, next. <laughs> she didn't do that. She didn't break it on herself. That's true. She didn't. But uh, uh-uh. she wasn't happy. Well, never mind. Let's just let's just move on. <laughs> I used to live. I think um, you know what I'm not saying. Too far from Dollywood. At one point in my life, Dolly Parton is is fabulous. Dolly Parton is yes. She so like you said, she's known for something that she should it overshadows how great she is. She, yeah, she's incredibly underrated in everything that she in does. Everything and people that she don't does. give her. I mean, she's gonna be. She's gonna pass. You know. Probably, hopefully not for a long time, but in the next 10 or 20 years, probably, because she's, mm-hmm. she's got to be getting close to mm-hmm. like mid-60s, early 70s, something like that. Yeah. Um, and when she does, it's going to be, people are going to be like, whoa, and I hope people go back and start l- listening to and watching some of the stuff she did in the 70s and 80s. It's, she was funny. She's, she, she, well, she is. She's funny. She's a great actress. Yep. She is a great singer and instrumentalist. I mean, just Songwriter. incredible. And just... If you ever listen to her interviews or read, uh, like when she's been interviewed, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, her personality is tremendous. I mean, it's yeah. multi talented, incredible. Yeah, like you said, songwriter yeah. wrote most of her, if not all of her material. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. When I said she on. brought it on herself, what I kind of really meant was she didn't discourage it. Basically, well, no, because yeah. honestly, it was a different time yeah. in the seventies yeah. and eighties, yeah. and she might not have been recognized because of how you know jerks men can be at times do you Um, are you familiar with her dolly book program no so she has a program in tennessee which is where she's from right we know that severable yep she's where dollywood is that's what i'm saying yes and not even to mention the work she's done with the victims of the fire recently in in, yeah the gatlinburg fire yeah. yeah she has a program in tennessee where Every month, if you sign up for it, you will get a book from um, courtesy of her and her organization mailed to your house to encourage uh, literacy. Man. The whole state of Tennessee. And I think they're working on trying to get it nationwide. So my um, nieces who live in Tennessee, they get a book every month from Dolly. And it's super cute because they always say, Dolly sent us another book. Or I'll ask them, you know, which book are you reading? Who gave that to you? Dolly gave it to us. And uh, it's, it's fantastic. It, and those types of things are not what people talk about when they talk about Dolly. Mm-mm. Yeah, she's highly underrated in everything that she does. So, I mean, I, she doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, so she, we're very pro-Dolly Parton on this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yep. Okay, next. Next. What number are we on here? Uh, 14. 14, okay. Play the secret chord, please the Lord, compose. Mm -hmm. Yes. This one, I know. Absolutely. This is another case where I think people now know a cover or multiple different covers of this song more than they know the original. Definitely. I bet you most people have not heard the original. That is probably also true. Certainly people that are, you know, younger than us in their, you know, 20s and 30s Mm -hmm, probably mm -hmm. not have heard um, the original, which is, this is obviously Leonard Cohen. Hallelujah. Yep. Yes. One of the great, greatest songs ever. Yes. Yep. My boy has done a cover of this. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Well, mm-hmm. I think everybody's done yeah. a cover of this, but yeah, I didn't know that he did. The one that strikes me and is my favorite is the Jeff Buckley one. Yeah, I like Jeff Buckley's the most too. But you know who else? Katie Lang does a great one. Yep, that's a good um, one. Yep. I like Timberlake and Timberlake and Matt Moore. I think is his name. They have some beautiful mm-hmm. harmonies in their cover. Cool. Um, who else has done it? So many people have done this one. Katie Lang and Jeff Buckley are the two that stick yeah. out to me that I always think of first. Yep. But yeah, listen to the original too because his. A lot of people say, well, he's his voice. I don't really, I'm not a fan of his voice, but the the emotion, the emotion that he conveys yeah, yeah. Is, is the important part of it. And I'll be honest with you, the older you get, the more that's important and the less, to me personally, you know, a pristine, I'm hitting every note perfectly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have one of the, you know, top 1% voices in the history of the world, singing voices and singing ability is not as important as being able to carry, convey that emotion. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. Greatest song of all time, probably. At least the top five. But, you know. It's up there. Yeah, for sure. It's tough to, it's tough to agree on ranking things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's impossible, you might say. Yeah. The last one. Like ranking jingles. Exactly. The last one. Okay. Put your hands up. Do your own little thing. Put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> the ring on it. We have this done this jingle together. Yes, put the rings on us. Yes, this is um, single ladies. Beyonce. Beyonce. Yes. So I think we did pretty good on that quiz. Speaking of my boy, you've uh-huh. seen his Saturday Night Live skit of this, right? Um, of the video? Of single ladies? Yeah, of the video of single ladies. I can't remember that. Oh my gosh, so maybe not. I have to send it to you. And it's also Andy Sandberg, I think. Uh, uh, yes. Both of those famous for the... Both of those two gentlemen famous for the, you know, blank in a box. In the box. Yeah. Yes. Um, the old- and, and Mother Lover. Yeah, Mother Lover <laughs> is- Mother's Day one, yeah. Yeah, Mother Lover. I'm sorry, but that's right up there with the in a box. In a box is, I agree. is better, but Mother Lover never got the due it deserved. No. Nah. Yeah. It's never got its due, I guess is what I'm trying to say. D-U-E, yes. not D-E-W. <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, the only one we missed, or we can't think of the title, is Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night. Um, yes, which I'm going to go back, and I'm going to look at that one and see which one. What was that, number two? Number three? Number four. Number four. I got a feeling. Oh, that's right. I and got a not, feeling, because tonight's going to be, I got a feeling tonight's going to be a good night. I got a feeling. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I'm going to look this up, because, yeah. And this title bugs me because, and it's not, I got a, like, which is also, it should, you know, obviously, you know, before anybody like Rob corrects us, I have a feeling, we know that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The, I got, it should be I-G-O-T space A space feeling. Yes. They spell it, I gotta, G-O-T-T-A space feeling, which to me, when you say gotta, mm-hmm, means that's you. like, that's different from having something that is a different way of looking at that word. Yes. So it should be if they're going to do it that way, they should say, I got to have a feeling. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The Black Eyed Peas bug me in so many ways. Some of their <laughs> stuff is catchy, but they are so annoying to me. You mean like the way their their public persona? Like who sort they of. are? No, not necessarily. Some of their song titles mainly and just annoying stuff like My Humps. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, My Humps. Yeah. That stuff is, come on. 
Come on, man. Get out of here. All right, so how do we do on this quiz? I think that's the only one we missed. I think so. And you figured out it was Black Eyed Peas. Um, yes. But we couldn't come up with that title. But everything else we got, and which is pretty good. Rolling in the Deep was a great pull by you. We should be embarrassed for not getting that right off. <laughs> Maybe, but. My favorite, of course, is, you know, hit me with your best shot, so. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was my favorite part of this quiz. That should, I should be embarrassed by that taking forever. And I'm not embarrassed, <laughs> that's going, but still. That's going in the the quiz hall of fame section. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I'm going to go ahead and wave the, you know, the wait period and just go ahead and enshrine it right now. Okay. That's, uh, that's probably pretty fair. <laughs> yeah. You know, up there with, you know, Celestial Gorillas and um, uh-huh. several other things that I have missed. So <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's right up there with okay. that. You, you don't usually miss anything. But Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hey there. Thanks once again for listening. This week's show is brought to you by Nonsense. Because without Nonsense, this show would be about five minutes long. And I'm actually rounding up, so probably more like a minute 45. If you'd like to contact us and join in on the Nonsense, join the Nonsense hashtag. Did I do that right? Anyway, you can reach us on Twitter at SpeakTangents via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at speakingoftangents.com. There's not a lot there, but it's all you'll ever need. And now, more feedback, most of which comes from you and is real. So do we have any feedback this week? Why, yes, we do. All right. Um... I'll start with Louis Nosey in 140 at the Louis Nosey. Mm-hmm. Um, creepy dreams, black, white, or color, deep thoughts, fast food frenzy, school bus outrage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Did and you then, notice that he said he put fast foot frenzy as a typo in there? Oh, <laughs> did, I, did I read it fast foot or did I read it fast food? No. You read it fast food, which is the way I originally oh. read it. But if you look at the tweet, it's actually fast foot. <laughs> so that's even funnier. I didn't even notice. Fast foot frenzy. But I I, yeah, I have a few things that, that I did notice. He wrote deep thoughts, which is interesting because I think he's referring to real thoughts, our segment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, which deep thoughts is the famous Saturday Night Live. The, isn't it yes. deep thoughts? Yes. Deep yeah. thoughts with Jack Handy. Hey, Jack Handy, yeah. And then, since our talk about the dream, what, black or white or color, I have had a dream every single night. I have too. Hashtag QE. I'm not even kidding. That is super weird. It just leads back to the more you are aware consciously of stuff, the more your subconscious will be drawn into that. I'm t- I've had more dreams. I've, I've dreamed, well, not every night. I'd say I've had three dreams that I realized I was dreaming and I remembered at least when I woke up that I was dreaming in mm-hmm. the past week. And that is, that's like 30% of my entire life amount of dreams 
I've, you know, added another, I've added another 30% in the, you know, the past week, which is crazy. It, it, it is crazy. And, but every day until this morning, I could not figure out if the dream was in black and white or color. So it was really? driving me nuts because everything that I was thinking of was black and white, like my terrier, black and white. My camera is black. So I couldn't tell you <laughs> if it was color until this. Yeah, until. <laughs> Piano keys. <laughs> Old timey prison uniforms. I'm glad you keep Referees. coming. I keep coming up with I, umpires. Oreos. <laughs> Except for spring Oreos. Black and white cookies. Yes. (laughs) So, but until this morning, this morning, I dreamt of a bright red watch. So I have proof now that I dream in color. So that was very exciting. It wasn't like, wait, was it like Schindler's List where everything else was in black (laughs) and white and the watch was in red color? Well, uh, maybe. I mean, Mm. the red really sticks out to me. So it could be that way. That red certainly stuck out in that movie. Yeah, it did. Uh, which I've never seen, but I've seen that. I've seen that scene. Oh, it's or a good I've movie. With, yeah, I probably should. Watch. It's one I should watch. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm just, I always, I this is dumb and this is awful, but I always laugh when people talk about that movie because, or when people bring it up when it comes up because it reminds me of the scene in um, Seinfeld when it's either his mom or his aunt or somebody saw him making out with a girl during Schindler's List when they were in the movie oh, theater. Yeah. And Jerry and his girlfriend went to see it. And so I'm thinking about that, which is, again, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> zebras. Umpires. Dancing zebras. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to move on from that. Yes. Clarif- I'm going to have to. I'm going to keep trying to come up with stuff. <laughs> All right. We've got clarification. So you remember last... Okay. Um, Last week, I was talking about my dreams, and, how, and you asked me, do I ever roll the windows down in the plane? And I said, no, that would be unrealistic yes. in the plane that I'm, you know, saving. Anyway, Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt said, haven't you seen Airplane? Those windows can open. That's funny. Which well, what did, I had what forgotten What did Claire then. say, though? What did Claire what did Cla- say? What, you said Claire, and I thought you were going to read something from no, Claire. No, clarifications. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Although, that was a legitimate error on my bad. Claire did say something. I'll get to that later. Okay, cool. John Miller. Yeah, the window had, thing was good. Yeah, it was. It, it made me laugh because I totally forgot that that was in the movie. Yep. John Miller at JKM563. Remember last week when there was, there was a, a John Miller who wrote to the TK show and said that he was retiring? And I had yes. wondered if it was this John Miller. And mm-hmm. I... I said, you know, let's congratulate either John Miller. You said you only want to congratulate this John Miller. Yes. And he, John, he's, he's the John. He's I'm on. I'm fully on our John Miller's side. That's okay. Well, I don't even our, know the other John Miller, but I'm I'm backing I'm backing our John Miller 100. percent Well, our John Miller said it was another John Miller. I retired three years ago. He is from Northern Virginia. I am in the Shenandoah Valley. Oh, okay. But we can still say congratulations because he's he's still retired. Yeah, three years, three years late, but that's okay. Yeah, awesome. We haven't been doing the podcast for three years, so we couldn't have congratulated Exactly, him. yeah. Um, and Elliot Olshansky emailed us and said, we were talking cool. about um, what, what uh, TV show were the, was the first show that integrated married couples in the same bed versus single, single oh, beds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said he that said, it I was Brady the Brady Bunch. Bunch. And he said, 
Fred and Wilma were the first television couple to be shown in one bed. <laughs> that is a, that's a good pull right yeah. there. I Brady, I, I'd forgotten about that. Me too. He said Brady Bunch may have been the first live action. Oh, okay. So thanks, so Elliot. Right. I, I was right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bob Walsh at Adadaya, he emailed mm-hmm. us, and the subject line made me laugh. It said, KJ, I'll take drugs that begin with C for 500. <laughs> now, this was where, our... <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Viagra, and the other one that we couldn't figure out was Cialis. Yes. And I was kept calling it Celexa. Yep. And so he said, as KJ was suggesting the Viagra alternative was called Celexa, I found myself shouting at the, quote, radio, it's Cialis, <laughs> which, which was a speaking of tangents moment by itself. Uh, but mm-hmm. he, used, he used the SOT acronym, which I like. I hope he was in like a coffee shop. Or I know, wouldn't that be great? With headphones on and just started screaming, it's Cialis. Cialis. <laughs> <laughs> like Ben Hur at the end of, you know, Universe of the Gorillas when he's on the beach. It's Cialis. <laughs> or you, what was the one where he was yelling, it's people? That's uh, the Solent Green one. What's that one? Um, I don't you know. know. What about? I don't it's know. It's another sixties or seventies movie, and now now Bob might be screaming the name of this movie. Yeah. But it's the movie where they eat Solent Green, or I think, and he goes, "It's people." Cialis. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. I haven't seen it either. It's just I know that part. Okay. And I may be just completely inventing this. Who knows? That has happened before. <laughs> and then he said that, you know, but then I said, Celexa was the treatment for arthritis, and Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said in parentheses, hashtag WTD, <laughs> said you wouldn't want to mix them up. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. And then he says, at this point, I started laughing because I'm pretty sure the arthritis medication is Celebrex and that Celexa is used to treat depression and, and anxiety. You should advise uh. your listeners to check the bottle before taking any of these. Um, yes, please. I, I agree. Yes. We are not doctors. Do not take our advice on any prescription or any other kind of medication or even any food. Do not take our advice. Yeah. But the, it was funny because about an hour after we wrapped, which is, seems to be a theme with me, I mm-hmm. emailed you and said, yeah, I remember now that it's Celebrex that's an arthritis medication. And I had looked up that Celexa was indeed an anxiety and depression medication. Okay. Let me, this, which leads me to... Did Celebrex make commercials at one point using celebrate, celebrate? Yes. Da-da, it's time to celebrate. Whatever the word, you I know what song so. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I think that so was them. Okay. That, I just thought of that when you said Celebrex that one time. So, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. So, I think that was, I think he's right, isn't he? He is right. He's right on all of these. Everything awesome. he said is, is right. Um, and I think well, Brad. Well, I think we should dub him the official drug. Um, well, he is in drug man of speaking of tangents. He is in some sort of insurance. Maybe it's pharmaceutical insurance. Oh yeah. Ph- pharmaceutical rep is better than drug man, I guess. <laughs> speaking of not knowing exact, um, uh, phrases or words for someone. Yep. Last week we talked about the opposite of um, the male equivalent to seamstress was, um, so master. Mm-hmm. Well, Brad Weiss, at one Brad Weiss, said, pretty sure the male equivalent of seamstress is Taylor. (laughs) Hashtag pedantic jerk. (laughs) 
that's we're idiots <laughs> yeah well although i yeah we are because i kind of i didn't know either i just went along with so master <laughs> i didn't know it was taylor you were drawn into my idiocy, yeah. i should say yeah and then john fitzpatrick responded to brad at fitzjohn p and said and what's the female equivalent of pedantic jerk <laughs> which i appreciated very much Yes, that's very funny. And back to the Selexa. Uh huh. I think Brad Weiss emailed us and said he always thought Selexa was. What did he say? It's so, something to do with Alexa. Yeah, with something Alexa, to do with like Alexa. Like the Amazon Echo thing. Yeah. 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 I thought that was, I read that. I remember that. Yep. Okay, so we have feedback uh, about pronunciations. Mm-hmm. Matthew Vogel at Vogel Mad again. He said the different pronunciation of harassment isn't to be fancy. It's to not emphasize the word ass, because that might be seen as harassment. Well, I often think that it is kind of being fancy. When I say fancy, I mean that's more formal or more um, presentable or like how you would act around strangers or people you don't know that well. Where we, I mean, Right, restroom. If, if you're not trying to say the word ass, you're trying to, to be, be fancy. fancy. Harrison. And, and, and fancy is not a bad thing. Fan, there's there's places to be fancy, formal. I should probably come up with another term of that than fancy because fancy does kind of connotate not good, not a. It's not a, always a good thing. I think to most people, and I and I agree. I, so it's. I'm not saying. I mean, formal, more formal. you know, yeah. presentable to the general stranger public words. I'm trying to come up with that I can't think of. Do you see my point? I, I do take your point. Yes, I see your point. I'm so eloquent. I can't, I can't handle it. There it, it. is. Eloquent. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't really make your point either. No. Maybe, um, maybe somebody can explain it to me. Maybe pedantic jerk. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> okay. Smitty Scoop at Smitty Scoop said, Envelope is a noun, but envelope is a verb. I pronounce the noun differently than the verb. Yep. Which is kind of what I think we said we do, too. Yes, he just did it very much more eloquently yes. than we did. <laughs> he, he summarized it in, in the perfect way, and we, I think, talked about it for five minutes and sort of got around to the same point. Yeah. It, Which with, is this podcast. This is the podcast, yeah. Yeah. Um, and my crazy aunt, she was listening to... A few segments or a few um, podcasts ago, and she said, I'm listening to the R segment, which I think she means pronunciation segment. Mm-hmm. And you said something like, Speak American. <laughs> which is obviously, I mean, I'm. You're joking. I'm making fun of people who say that. Yeah. She said, When Jason said, Speak American, he said the R very hard. Yeah. And then, and then Speak he said, Speak American. Yeah, American. She said, When Randy comes here from Norway, Randy is a family friend. Um, she was a foreign exchange student that lived with, lived in the same town as my aunt, and they grew up together. She was from Norway. And her, it's a it's a girl, Randy. It's a yeah. woman. Yeah, it's a girl. Oh, and that's interesting. They, they get together from time to time over the years. They've stayed stayed in touch, and she lives in Norway. And she said, when she comes here from Norway, she always comments on our R's. And yes, Jason, I, absolute. Wait a minute. Nepotism. I thought the wait, wait, wait. I thought the R thing was a Norwegian thing. I thought it wasn't like uh, Scandinavian. Well, I think the point was I that my that was aunt the point was of last week. My aunt was saying that, but you were saying, "Well, this is just nepotism." 
And then she said, and yes, Jason, yeah, absolute nepotism. So there we go. Yes. She clarified that. <laughs> your your aunt slash aunt has, seems like she's had like an incredibly interesting life. Like she should write some sort of book or something with all these stories. It's it's really cool, actually. I'm not even I'm not even joking. It's amazing. Yeah, and I'm learning more and more about these that some of these stories, like um, Meatloaf Sweat. I didn't know. Yeah, and did you know that she had a friend who was a, a foreign exchange student from what did you say Norway? Is that what it was? Yes, I knew that. Okay, the, mm-hmm. that that still came to visit every now and then. That's awesome. Yeah, they get together. Uh, I don't remember the last time my aunt went to Norway, but she comes. I don't know. Let me guess. Maybe once every five to ten years they get together, which is cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Brad Weiss again. Uh-huh. He said, really? I think everyone wants a miniature dragon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we used, yeah, we, well, yeah, okay. Next one. <laughs> C- cool Aunt Claire. This is where I said we, do, we did hear from Claire. At Cool yes. Aunt Claire. Or maybe it's mm-hmm. Cool Aunt Claire. Anyway. We talked about Panera Bread last week in regards to Panera's and Panera's Breads mm-hmm. and Clean Bacon, and we thought yes. clean, clean Bacon was ridiculous. So anyway, she said, don't go trashing my Panera. Them's fighting words. Napa <laughs> Almond Chicken Salad Sandwich for the wind and the chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> okay. I tweeted her back and explained that we, we really just trash the way that people pronounce it wrong. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with Panera. I like Panera. Panera yeah. is, was actually on that list. I think we've talked about this Yeah, before. you said that last week. Yeah. Yeah, about the using, you know, antibiotic-free and, you know, yeah. no hormone, extra hormones in their, their chicken and stuff. So, I mean, I'm all for Panera. And clean bacon. Yes, clean bacon. Just don't uh-huh. call it, don't clean give it bacon. some cutesy name. Yeah, yeah just it call have, it bacon. Yeah. It's like a guy with a big giant beard and a curly handlebar mustache. You don't also need the fedora. We know you're a hipster. Come on. We know if if you say antibiotic free or, you know, farm raised or organic, you don't need to put up, you don't need to then add some cutesy name to it. It's fine. I'm still going to eat it. I agree. I agree. Actually, I'm probably less likely to eat it if you say welcome to delicious or call it clean bacon. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you just said it's bacon and just like, hey, what can I get you? Then I'm much more likely to eat it. So you're not, you're not more likely to eat it if they say, um, what would you like with your clean bacon today? (laughs) <laughs> that if that was the first thing they said yeah, exactly. before I ordered it, yes, we know you want this, so we're gonna we're gonna we're assume gonna just put it right on the tab. We can yeah. read your mind, yeah. Yep. This is why we all need you know the cerebral you know technology implant, so we can just go ahead and read everybody's mind anyway. So that eliminate people doing this in, in the first place. That would be that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be the worst thing ever. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so Dr. Garrett Schumann at G A R R T. Says, FYI, you have at least one listener who was born in 1987, like the Ringer Millennials you discussed. Cool. Very cool. Yes. 1987. I I do want to clarify, though, when we say millennials, um, I don't consider millennials a like an an age range or like if you were born between this year and this year. I mean, I know that's what it's used to indicate. Um, Yes. Millennial is more a what is their attitude and their outlook and their approach to stuff. Mm hmm. Yep. And the same for same for like, you know, you could you could be sixty years old and be a millennial. Yes. In the way that we refer to it, which is, you know, isolated in your view of things and not, you know, 
this is the greatest thing in the history of the world that happened three minutes ago. Yeah. That just because you were there to witness it and that you're able to now give an opinion on it, it must be the greatest thing in the history of all time. No. It's, Recency bias. No. Yes. So I am proud to have millennials listen to our podcast. Millennials Definitely. in the term of the actual like age range. That's great. And a doctor millennial at that. Yes. Jen Babish at J Bab Sports Chick says she totally thinks the top fast food list was what poor drunk college kids like. That's very true. Yeah, and because <laughs> yeah. of those, like again with the waffle fries at number one. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the thing to me is, if you have like a White Castle or a um, what's the other name of White Castle? Um, uh, what a burger. You know what I'm talking about? No, there's like White Castles are like named something else. It's like. Carl's Jr. Jack in the out box? west is no. Carl's Jr. in Cal, like West Coast is like Hardee's yeah. East Coast South. Uh, White Castle is the same kind of thing. Or Crystal. That's what I'm trying to think of. Crystal. Oh yeah, Crystal. Yep. So White House, White Castle and Crystal are basically the same thing. They might actually be owned by the same company. But um, that is the that should be in like one through ten if it's poor drunk college yeah. kids. Yeah, because they- that's. Do they sell ramen noodles in fast food capacity anywhere? Yeah, that's, that's, so I think she has a point, but I would say that it, things would change a little bit. I think this yeah. is more people who were poor, drunk college kids, and now they've gotten jobs working for a website where they feel like their opinions are being validated mm-hmm. because they're around people that are the exact same age and same approach to life. Yes. And so they put out this crazy list when they should have asked an actual adult at some point. Is this okay? Is this would you is this what you would go with? Which hey, I'm all for it because it it ended up with a hilarious podcast, which by the way, I talked about that podcast. It's not on the Bill Simmons actual podcast feed. It's on um it's on the Ringer feed. Uh so you have to go and look through that. Um Like channel like 33 or something? Yeah, the channel yeah, it's on the channel 33 feed. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it and to I it. have comments for it which I'll save for another time. But I do think cool. it's really it's a, worth a listen. They kind of yes. said a lot of what we said. Yeah, it's only 30 minutes, so it's like yeah. one segment of our podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Um and then Todd Takei at Tooth Takei uh-huh. tweeted um pretty much a picture which which looked to me like an old iPod. Yes. That's exactly like what I thought Like the original old iPad, the really, th- mm-hmm. or iPod, the really thick one. Yeah, not a phone, an actual, this is the only thing it does is play music. Yes, iPod. yes. And it had um, your album playlist. He was listening, basically, awesome. he was listening to your album. And he, Very cool. he did hashtag lawnmower music, hashtag the calm <laughs> and the crush. <laughs> Which is great. So I think he, I, very cool. I, I think he was out in the yard. Doing that, doing lawn work, mowing the lawn, I guess, is, or cutting the grass. <laughs> Lawning the grass? Yeah. While listening to your album. That's great. I am very, very, very proud to have my album even considered <laughs> as someone's even temporary lawnmower album. That's awesome. Yeah, I, it was pretty neat. And it was also fun to just Because I'm big see. on lawnmower albums. I mean, that was my dream. Mowing yards as a kid, as a you know, 12 and 13-year-old, was maybe one day I'll have an album that somebody will listen to while they're mowing and will consider it a lawnmower album, even if it's for a short amount of time. That My dreams are come true. Fabulous. 
Yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm obviously I'm making, I'm joking, but I am not joking. That was one of my things as a kid. I was like, when I grow up, I want to make an album that somebody listens to. Like I'm listening to the, you know, these a lot more albums, which we've dubbed them, um, while mowing the yard that somebody's listening to that, listening to my album while they're mowing the, mowing the lawn. So, Hey, I've arrived. I can die in peace now. Yeah, that's, well, I don't want you to die, but. Well, I don't want to either, but yeah, you know um, what I mean. Yeah, that's that's great. I've never had it's that specific exciting. dream, but I think that um, it's really cool <laughs> that he was listening well, to it. That is very cool. I with appreciate the old that. iPod, which not many yes. people even have anymore, would be my mm. guess. I totally agree. Or they don't. That's great. They don't use it. They might have it, but they don't use it. Yeah, I have an old phone, my old phone that where the screen broke, but everything else works, and I, and I basically use packing tape to tape it together. I think I've talked about it before. Um, packing that's what tape I use. or duct yeah. tape? Oh, not duct tape. You can't see through the duct tape. Okay. Like well, packing tape, like clear tape. Got it. So, like, you can still see the screen, and it, the touch screen still works through, like, two layers of packing tape. It because does. Because the screen is just shattered. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really cool. And I use that if I'm going to... Um, do something where my phone might, my, because I have the, the plus size iPhone. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, and it oftentimes, if you're not wearing like jeans, it could fall out of your pocket. Like if you're out in the yard, um, wearing like shorts out in the yard, you know, working or doing something like, you know, physical activity, uh, it'll, it could come out. So I often will use the broken one, the one with the broken screen, and I just load music on it. So it has become like a de facto, you know, lawnmower or iPod. Well, maybe that's what Todd has done. Maybe yes, he only uses that when he's out on the, you know, working in the yard. I think it's an excellent re, what's the term for that? Um, repurpose? Re, yes, excellent repurposing of, of old technology. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, I'm going to read one more here from Jen Babish. She has a recommendation okay. for, actually, she said for both of us. Oh, okay. If you haven't seen the movie Snatch, watch that. Also a favorite. So she was talking about Fifth Element being a favorite, and now she's recommending Snatch. Yes. Um, Do we have any more feedback this week? (laughs) Um, No. Actually, no. I don't think we do. So do we have any Amazon (laughs) reviews this week? Uh, Yes, actually we do. Um, And... The reason I'll explain, I'll, I'll get to what the product is in a second, but I want to kind of explain how we got there. Okay. Um, I believe someone that you knew, you know, suggested that we do a life straw survival, like oh, for yes. drinking water product. This is one of my, um, my college buddies, Sarah, um, recently cool. discovered our podcast and sent us, told, you know, sent us some things that she found with the life straw, which I had never heard of this product. I hadn't either, and I read some of the views, and they were funny. Uh, it was a lot of, I felt like people were, a lot of pee jokes, and a lot of people were trying to be, like, trying to write jokes, and it was some funny stuff. So I would, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, I'd check it out. Um, but I ended up going with something that that led me to, which is uh, a survival knife. So it's in the survival family still, um, because what I what I was trying to get were ones that where people are not trying to be funny, right? But yeah. it's just they just come across as ridiculous because they're super serious about it. Uh, and, okay, you know, we yeah, always good. take everything super seriously around here. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so this is an S E K H K sixty three twenty outdoor tanto knife with fire starter. Oh, with a fire starter. 
yeah, Firestarter. I thought you'd appreciate that. That's honestly why I went with that when I saw yeah. that name in there. I was like, okay, there's got to be some good reviews in I here. I absolutely appreciate that. And the thing that made me laugh, the first thing I'll say is in the manufacturer like description of it, it says, you don't have to be a baby. No guilt, no regrets is the tagline for this thing, which I <laughs> what? am trying to figure out what in the world are they talking about? Yeah. I don't, what do you mean you don't have to be a baby? No guilt, no regrets. <laughs> are they talking about murdering someone? <laughs> what are yeah. They what, what are they talking about? Okay. Come on. Well. Um, Not everyone's tagline is really that great. No, that, that's a good one. It's, if you're going to go for it and be ridiculous and obscure, you might as well just you know swing for the fences on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, they've done that. Yeah. And this, this product is, let me scroll up and get the price. It's five, currently $5.96 with prime shipping. Okay, but $5.96. Right. But with the reviews we're going to read, probably you don't want to order this thing would be my guess. Oh, okay. The first review is three stars. Returned, which that's uh, it. Why did you rate it three stars? Yeah, just all caps, <laughs> no punctuation whatsoever. Returned was the entire review, but three stars, which yeah, right. Yet again, the the star scale is you know, you know, confusing to some people. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Uh, the next one, one star, and the rest of these are one star reviews, I believe. Okay, one star. I bought two. One went to one state, the other went to another state, but the states they got delivered to wasn't my state. It was a letdown, <laughs> which... Well, there's a lot of questions in that one, but I imagine it would be a letdown. <laughs> yes. Why did you... I don't understand the one went to one state. How did he... Was he tracking it? What? He must have it's... tracked it, but who... I don't even know where to begin. What... What, did he mean to ship it to two different states? Did, right. But, but he put let down in one star, so it must... Did he order two to be sent to his house, and they were sent to two separate states that... Were not his state? Which he lived yeah. in? Yeah, That's I, what it sounds like. What is going on? This seems like more of an issue with you know UPS or Amazon, I, the yeah. delivery part, not the actual manufacturer of the knife. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Why I would you come know. on here and post that review? Um, here's another one star one, which again, the entire review never got this knife was looking forward period to having period. It, it looks cool. Just never showed period up period. Wow. This is an example of over pronunciation or over punctuation punctuation. This is someone that I don't want. To have a knife shipped to them in the mail. No, this, absolutely this, not. If you, if you look at this review, the way it reads, it reminds me of like when people, it's like a ransom note when you cut out like letters from a magazine and put it in yes. tape on a piece of paper. It, like from the movie it, Bodyguard, insane. as we were talking about <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> you know, that was a good pull there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, cut out, ship this guy a knife. <laughs> cut out from magazines. Yes. <laughs> Uh, another one-star review. Bummed. We bought this to use as a solar charger since that is what it is called and the instructions say it is only for emergency solar use and not to leave it in the sun for prolonged periods. Hmm. After two days of charging, it still didn't get over 25% charged. What? 
I have no idea what they are talking about. That's not this in is the a description. Knife. Yeah. No. It's it's an it's an outdoor survival knife. What? <laughs> like you need an indoor survival knife, but that's is what it's called. What? I don't get I, that at all. I can't even ask a question about this because I don't understand it enough to even ask what do they do other than what? Yeah, the only question you can ask is what? What? Yeah. Um, which leads me to the next review. One star, entire review, no. <laughs> <laughs> All lowercase, again, no punctuation. So nah. what I've discovered on these reviews is that people buying knives through the mail are either Way, way, way over punctuated, or they have zero punctuation and no capitalization. It's all or it's there's there's two definitive groups of people that are leaving these reviews. Doesn't seem to be anything in between. Not so far. Uh, another one star review. Damn fire starter snapped like a liberal's wrist. <laughs> the entire review. I mean, come on, man, come on. Oh, no. (laughs) Another one-star review. Stabbed myself a few times with it when hiking. (laughs) On purpose? I I didn't say. I'm assuming they meant accidentally, but they didn't clarify. I mean, do we need to send this person help? I mean, this was in... (laughs) Let me get the date on this one. This was in 2015, so um, it's possible this person is not with us anymore. I... was, so did they not call nine? What, what I don't understand. One star or five star? One star. So probably unintentional. Right. So if it was five star, I'd think stab myself with it just to you know test it out. Period. And I yeah. found that it works really well. Period. Yeah. Maybe they were just really goth. Right. Uh, I, but speaking of which, have you seen the picture this week of the person on the subway? No. The goth person on the subway? No. Oh, you need to look this up on... It's it's all over Twitter. You need to look it up, and I'm not going to spoil it, the rest of it. Okay, well, but, I'll just type in goth subway, and I bet you it'll come out, come up. Yeah, and if, if not, I'll send it... Tweet me about it, or text me about it later, and I'll send you the information, because it, um, it's... I don't want to spoil the surprise, but <laughs> it basically says, you may be goth, but you're not this goth, <laughs> or something okay. like that. Um, all right, I'll look that up. It's interesting. Um. Another one-star review, all caps, no punctuation, do not send me, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Right. Send me the knife or send me anywhere. Do no, not send do me not, there. Do not send me. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Crazy boy. people are buying knives through the mail that is, my, is, is what apparent. I've gathered from this. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um. And th- there are multiple ones of these that are completely all caps with no punctuation that are like paragraphs of multiple sentences with no periods in them, like just run on <laughs> sentences. Uh, it, it's just, it's like the rantings of a crazy person. And this person is able to buy knives and potentially other dangerous right. weapons through the mail. Yep. What are we doing? Uh, another one star review. This is useless. There are no instructions. <laughs> It's a knife. It's a knife. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, and then, then one, one more sentence. I think this is a ripoff. <laughs> it's a knife. <laughs> if you need instructions for a knife, you should not be allowed to own a knife. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, that was a one star as well. That was another one star review. Was well, there I mean, punctuation in that sentence? Yes, and this one actually used capitalization and punctuation correctly. Okay. This is useless, period. There are no instructions, period. I think it's a ripoff, period. One star. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't need instructions for your knife. That, I don't even know what, I don't understand, unless he's trying to get instructions for the fire starter portion of the knife. Oh, it's um, the name for the review? Yes. Becky. Okay. <laughs> so... That's too bad. Uh, yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. That I is don't unfortunate. Know, I don't know how to help you, Becky. Yeah. If you need instructions for a knife, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm, I'm just going to say no. <laughs> yeah. Returned. Do not send me. Yeah. yeah. I think that does it for Amazon reviews this week. Is there anything else that you wanted to bring up as far as feedback or, you know, knives or um, anything like that? Well, now that you mention it, you do have a survival knife of your own, don't you? That is correct. That I happened to be found in the backseat of my car that I did not know where it came from when I had it from when I was 12 years old and then suddenly a few weeks ago showed up in the backseat of the car. And you don't know why, where it came from? I do now, but that's a story for another day. Yeah. Returned. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Produced by Jason Fuse. Production assistant is KJ Onstead. Speaking of production, shout out to Miguel Sano, Minnesota Twins third baseman and genuine beast. He was named AL Player of the Week last week. He hit a monster home run a few nights ago, 466 feet. But whenever he hits these monster home runs, the Minnesota Twins tweet out, one of the most ridiculous social media hashtags I've seen in a long time. Hashtag Doubter. Or sometimes hashtag Let It Ice. And speaking of ice, does anyone else have an extreme aversion to ice cubes or getting something out of the freezer? Asking for a friend. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.